is the 77 WABC minicast. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. My first guest today, and I think one of the most important guests that we've had on the show on the issue of immigration is Curtis Lee White. You all know who he is. He created the Guardian Angels. He's in charge of the Guardian Angels. You hear him on WABC. Uh, He is a rebel. He is an organizer. He is a fighter, and he fights for what he believes in, and that's why I am thrilled to have him on the show, especially on this Sunday after the week that we saw in the United States where the Biden administration did a U-turn and then lied about the fact that they did a U-turn and said they were forced to do it. Uh, And we've got more illegals now coming into the country on a daily basis than we ever have in the history of this country. The question is, is it good for you? Is it good for your family, your children, your grandchildren? How is it impacting the schools and the hospitals and jobs and all of the facilities that are now being used up and taken away from American citizens to house illegal aliens? And let's not kid each other and sugarcoat it, folks. They're not all looking for asylum. They are not all fleeing persecution. You only have the right to come to this country for a um, asylum, political asylum, if the government is after you, if you will be jailed and tortured, not because it's poor where you live, not because there are gangs where you live, not because you think you'll go to America and live off the Americans. So if you don't get my sense of where I'm, the sense of where I'm coming from, you'll get it from Curtis Lewa. Curtis, what kind of week was it in the United States this week? No, it's horrible. Although we now move in today, Sunday, I get the sausage and pepper sandwich at the various Christopher Columbus <laughs> festivals from Long Island to the Bronx, all over the country, except in those areas where they changed it to Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah. And then the big parade uh, Monday up Fifth Avenue uh, honoring the contributions of Italian-Americans over the decades, which are sizable. And it also brings up the immigration issue because on my mother's side, Francesca Bades. Uh, They came in legal. On my father's side, Polish, they came in legally. They had to wait. They had to go through Ellis Island. They had to be vetted. Medical checkups. You didn't pass your medical checkup. They had no hesitation to split the family and send whoever was ill or couldn't pass physical mustard right back to where you came from. And that's just the way it is. You didn't have an appeal process and that because they did it for the good of the country. And you had to have a sponsor. I'll tell you one quick story, Jeannie. My grandfather, Fidela Bianchino, couldn't read, couldn't write. So his wife, Nicoletta, who could, was writing to his cousin who had a funeral parlor in East New York, Brooklyn. We want to come over. We need a sponsor. There's Nicoletta. There's me and four children. By the time they got over to Ellis Island, because it took forever, there were 12 kids, and there was my mother, the last drop, the only one born here in America. And Lamester shows up at Ellis Island, and he starts counting, and the immigration officer says... um, is that your cousin there? You're going to sponsor them? I never saw those people before in my oh. life. My <laughs> grandfather, kidding. my grandfather went nuts. Yeah, he wanted to kill the guys. Of course. So they were ready to send them back. Another relative emerged to Came sponsor him, save them. And to the day he died, he said, because my kumada set was Sula Mesta, uh, Lamesta's daughter. She ran the funeral parlor business. He said, "Wanyang," which means child. 
when I die, you will not lay me out in a Lamesta funeral parlor, or <laughs> I will put the Malukia on you, and the evil eye. we all know what the Malukia is. But, you know, Curtis, you brought up a really important point. You said that coming through Ellis Island, it, whoever was ill got sent back or had to wait at the very least. Uh, right now, we have a president who has uh, allowed the illegals to come through during the pandemic, not testing them not forcing them to take a COVID shot when nurses and and cops have to take a shot or they lose their jobs, and just sending them all over the country. Now, there is now talk of tuberculosis in schools across the country. Now, let's not kid each other about where all of a sudden this came from. We We not only don't test for any illnesses, we allow them to get away with what Americans can't get away with in terms of illnesses, a fundamental uh, uh, issue as to whether or not you can get in. Imagine, we who would have ever thought we would now have leprosy in central Florida? That's the result of the illegals coming in. Malaria, tuberculosis, we thought we had wiped it out. Right. The New York City Board of Health reports that there is such an explosion of tuberculosis only in the last year that they don't have enough medical personnel or skilled personnel to deal with it. Now, you talk about asylum. You're going to have to take people with TB, and you're going to have to put them on an island where maybe eventually they could recover, but you're going to have to separate them from the general population. Because that spreads like wildfire. I mean, you have a 1,000 single able-bodied men in a tent. Some of them with tuberculosis, they start coughing up. Everybody gets it. It spreads to the general population. We're back to where we were decades ago. This is insanity. It is insanity. And now all of a sudden, Joe Biden says, you know, there was money for the wall, and I tried to get Congress to reallocate that money, which makes me not believe what he's saying because he had the House and the Senate, and he's got the Oval. Uh, And so now we're going to build a wall. Now, he doesn't think the wall works. Karine Jean-Pierre doesn't think the wall works. Uh, but uh, Alejandro Mayorkas says it works, and now it doesn't work. He had to do a flip because he was... They all lied. You know, you can't keep up with the lies. No, but, you know, but now, Joe Biden, you know, he's a little mature guy. He's probably thinking the Berlin Wall. You know, you he, know what? But I can't laugh about it, Curtis, because he's hurting us. He's hurting America. And now that he's let everyone in and just smiles and smirks at us in this condescending kind of, I got, I got you all. I'm, you know, you say to yourself, when is enough enough? But let me let me go back to the original sure, premise. Sure. The, the original issue is when we've got 10,000 coming in a day and this administration is trying to stop Greg Abbott from putting those floating barriers uh, on, on the river and they stopped him. Same with Arizona. They stopped Arizona, not with the floating barriers, but they tried to build a wall. And now all of a sudden they say, we're going to send the Venezuelan back. You lying sackish garbage. The truth is you gave 470,000 of them work visas from Venezuela. 48 hours later, you're telling us you're going to send them back? What is going on? There's not going to be deportation. You know there's going to be no attempt to pick them up now that they're in the United States. So that's all being said for public consumption. You, The, the long-term plan, we have to be real with the people. The Democrats want to create an environment where they have future voters who will be beholden to the Democratic Party to the ends of time. Like the Irish were when they came over uh, during the potato famine. Republicans wanted nothing to do with Catholics at that time, and especially the Irish. So Tammany Hall showed up. 
The Irish Catholics got off the boat. They gave him some money. They hooked him up with an apartment. It was it was squalor, but it was something. And they said, always remember us. We're going to come around voting yep. day. you got to vote Democrat. You walk into an Irish household now, and you see pictures on the wall, yep. and their allegiance to the Democrats. And you ask the, the three generations later, why do you still vote for Democrats? Well, my grandparents, my great-grandparents yep. said, without the Democrats, we wouldn't be here. So yep. in the future, I predict, Ginny... You're going to walk into a, ha- a household of a Venezuelan. They're going to have a- up on the uh, wall uh, Jesus Christ. They're going to have Lady of Guadalupe. They're going to have their Papa Chulo, Joe Biden, and their Who's Your Danky, uh, Yankee Guy, Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. And they're going to say, because of those two guys, we were able to come into America. Always vote Democrat. Well, okay. So I get that. That's what they do. That's what they've done historically. Exactly. They get them in. That's why I've always said, I said this three years ago, when will enough be enough? You know, if they right now, what we've got in in uh, in New York City is a mayor who kind of a little bit goes after Biden, but not a lot. But now is he in South America somewhere? Uh, Why? He's he's, uh, touring the nightlife of Mexico City, Quito, Ecuador and Bogota. Why isn't he in Washington? What is he doing? He's a mayor. What is he doing in a foreign country? Well, all he's got to do is hang out at the Roosevelt Hotel where all of the illegals come in each day. Eight hundred off the buses. Remember, two weeks ago. He described Abbott as being a madman, Governor Abbott of Texas. Governor Abbott said, oh, I'm a madman. I was sending 400 a day. Now I send 800. Mm -hmm. Stupid. Shut your mouth. Abbott comes up to New York for a day. Would have made sense for Eric Adams and Hoku. To meet with him. Behind closed doors. Yep. Meet with that. How can we come together? Because we're getting killed and you're getting killed. We have a mutual enemy. That is the president of the United States who will do nothing about closing the border.